maybe it's not a beatboxing mic. It's possible. I always wanted to learn to beatbox. There's a lot of shit I always wanted to learn, but never actually take the time, take the time to do it. But at least beatboxing is just like, I don't know. Making music where your mouth is. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I like I used to love those episodes of MTV made like I want to be a beatboxer. I want to be a rapper. I want to be a member. And they would like get professionals to help them and train them and become trying to become these things. It's pretty cool. I like that. Vaguely, show. vaguly. From I can't even remember that when that was on, but I liked that show. <laughs> I liked it. Hey, Mikey. I, I liked it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> How you is. Mm. Good. So we had a role last night. We had our uh, our. So Anna, uh, um, November is technically the slow rolls one year anniversary month is when they started. Oh, shit. You know, just popping up and doing these rolls. Um, so we were actually throwing two rolls this month. Two. I was going to say, because this two I, rolls like in I one could have sworn that you guys just had one like a hot second ago. Well, that was October or November now. Uh, well, <laughs> Usually yeah. it's one once a month. Yeah, usually but it's, it's usually like spaced out a little bit too. Yeah. Well, OK, so it used to be the first Saturday of every month. Then uh-huh. we got into an additional space and they gave us the third Saturday of every month. Ooh. So anyway, so this month we actually have two. So we were last night we were in a town, which is about Tascadero. It's about 15 minutes from me south. Um, oh, that's not bad. It's like two, a basketball court and a half. There's like oh. three little half courts all stuck together. So one full court and one half court. Uh-huh. So we do like the circle on the full court and then we use the other half court for like jam area for dance. You know, people want to do their work on their dance skating and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That would normally take place in the middle of the rink. Okay. But there's not enough room. So Got anyway, you. we had our role there last night. We've been starting to do them like three hours long. So the first two hours is all ages and then the last hour is adults only. So you just, you just kick like kids out and stuff. Yep. Our, we got a DJ going, okay, it's seven o'clock, all the kids. Off. And, like, there's this one, like, teenager who was all salty getting off the rink last night. Well, I don't want to. I don't know why they get an hour. And her mom's like, you got two hours. They can have an hour. And it's yeah. like, and there are adults that come down just for that hour because they don't want to roll around the groms and, you know, like, have to jump over them when they fall and shit, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Too bad, um, kid. Oh, so last night was our glow roll. You were outside, so it's pretty cool because, oh. you know, people have their glow wheels and glow accessories so we had a bunch of glow sticks that we were giving away for free and shit like that right so (laughs) i was working the tape we have a check-in table it's a free event but you gotta we gotta make sure you sign our waiver of liability saying you know you're skating at your own risk and last time we digitized it so if you signed it last time all you had to do is come check in and we pull up our google sheets there's your name bam good here's a bracelet you're good to go you know so oh yeah cool You fill it out once, bam, you're done. Anyway, um, these kids kept coming up and, you know, can I have a glow stick? Can I have a glow stick? Take, yeah, here, have some glow sticks. So we had this bucket that had glow sticks in it. And then the bottom of it had some candy in it from the Halloween one last year, right? Or so then month. some of the, yeah. So then the kids, some of the kids discovered the candy and started going for the candy. Okay, fine. But then the next thing you know, I know is this one girl like rummaging in the bucket for like 10 fucking minutes. And I'm like, all right, what bitch. are you looking for? She's like, I want a sucker. And I'm like, Ugh. So I look at him like, here, here's one. I don't want that one. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, it's free, bitch. Yeah, just take one and go. And her friend's like, you should have seen her on Halloween. She was like picking through all the buckets. <laughs> like, oh, hell no. Right. OK, so little girl leaves, 
you know, we're we have these a bunch like a bunch of glow sticks. We're putting together like bracelets. Some of them had headbands with ears. Some of them had glasses like they made glasses shapes. Right. Uh-huh. So we were just making them and putting on the table and giving them away. So same little girl comes up uh-huh. with her friend and they're digging through the glow thing again. And, and I'm like, what are you looking for now? And she goes, uh, oh, actually, I yelled at her and said something like, quit digging for candy. She goes, I'm looking for glow sticks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you looking for? She goes, oh, the glasses. And I'm like, oh, there's no more. There's one. I go here. There's one. And she goes, can I have it? And her friend goes, can I have it? And I go, well, now we got a conundrum. I go, um, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. And a little bratty girl goes, no, do any, meeny, money, mo, which uh, we know is not fair. And I go, yeah. uh, no, rock, paper, scissors. And she goes, Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And I go, bitch. And I leaned over and I go, I'm the adult. And I grabbed the glasses and I go, you know what? And I looked her straight in the face and handed them to her friend. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because that's how I deal with children. Oh, Brady I mean, children. I mean, look, man, come on. Like, <laughs> Obviously, that little girl's got parents who told her she's a fucking special princess. She's better than everybody else. And she can have whatever the fuck she wants. Because you can't just take a free piece of candy that's given to you. She's got to have the one she wants. Yeah, not on a not on, not on my role. <laughs> I don't even like kids. <laughs> yeah, that's that's factual. That's factual. She she do not don't 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 push her, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, like a, don't give me bratty ones. Don't give uh, me bratty ones to deal with. Like the nice ones yeah. I can deal with. <laughs> but it's it, you're already starting at a negative because I don't right. like you cheering. So basically, you have to come at me and then try and get on my good side. Yeah. You on my good side? Cool. Check. You there. Yeah. You on my bad side? Check. You there. You ain't? You ain't. Um, My friend's daughter, she's like five or five, four, uh-huh. let's say. Um. And, you know, whenever we used to skate and stuff like that, she'd be with us all the time. She, I was giving out glow bracelets to her brother and her cousin and stuff like that. And then she goes, can I have a necklace? And I, and I love this little girl because she speaks up. She does what she wants. She didn't talk for actually a long time. Like her parents got, she got concerned and started seeing a specialist. I'm like, that girl ain't gonna talk till she's got something to say. And at first it was like gibber. It was like really hard for other people to understand, you know, that she's fine now. She was just slow. And she's one of those girls that's like, no, I'm going to wear what I want from like day one dressing herself. And like, I'm like, that girl's got a mind of her own. And I already love her because she's (laughs) going to be a force to reckon with later on in her life. Um, So anyway, like I said, I'm giving everybody bracelet. She goes, can I have a necklace? I'm like, yes, you can. I go, what's my name? She goes, I don't know. Uh, I look at her mom, who's like my best friend. And her mom was like, yes, you do. You, we just, I just said it. And she's like, oh, Chiba. She goes, yeah. So I get her. <laughs> <laughs> that bracelet or the necklace, whatever she wanted. You better oh, recognize. That girl won the limbo contest last time. She won it again. Which one? Uh, her daughter? Yeah. Oh, oh, she, I go, I told her, her husband, I said, her head's going to big, get big now. She's the limbo champ. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> Two time. Limbo. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So that was last night. Nice. So it sounds like there's some good videos of my husband on my Insta. Oh, man. Like he's he's like so smooth, like I like smooth as fuck. Right. Oh, man. I want to grow up to be him. And I know like (laughs) like I was watching him. I'm like, God damn. He's just like he just flows. Mm -hmm. It's so pretty. Like it is (laughs) like I know it's weird to say I I want to be in his cameraman skating around and filming him. (laughs) Right. It's weird to say I want to grow up to be him. But like, you know, I am much older than him, but I want to grow up to be him because <laughs> holy shit, man. He is so dope at that. 
<laughs> for reals. I'm like, I'm like, like as much as like he's not like super social media. Like I would totally watch TikToks of him just skating around and shit. Nice. All right, um, I have to start feeling him for it because last time at the last event, he's like, like the day after whatever. He's like, I didn't get down slow rolls on their social videos that much, you know. <laughs> they didn't post. It's like okay, so I had to make sure. I got it. They wanted us to go out there and shoot a bunch of video anyway. And I posted yeah. and, and everything I posted, they reshared. So there it was uh, a lot of I him. So it was like, okay, I see, I see. you happy now? Yeah. You good? Oh, so um, as a fundraiser, uh, we have slow roll merch now we could get, oh, right? Oh, nice. Like and what? she made, I can't remember the site it's on, but she made a shit, you know, there's a shit ton of options. Shirts uh -huh. of all styles, hoodies, fucking fanny packs backpacks like all kinds of shit right and she uh -huh. keeps and she was advertising it she's doing, doing a good job of throwing it out there so my husband at home just now on his break and he's flipping through it and he goes i want a slow roll bucket hat i'm like okay because it, and you know money goes to us i'm like uh cool i will get you a slow roll bucket hat <laughs> <laughs> a bucket hat yeah are those those coming back i'm assuming uh they never left for me i've always loved a bucket hat um really? yeah i mean i i don't wear them that much because i mean here's the thing i don't want to sweat it and, and ruin it you know it's like if i need a bucket uh, hat it's because of the sun and then uh, i don't want to sweat in it you know so i have it right behind me i have this dope adidas bucket hat it's white with um the logo's pink oh nice and then i got my husband one that's black with a white logo uh, that's funny i didn't know i was listening to something recently i, where they I were just like, like i like hats actually oh i like hats I mean, I don't, I'm not, I can't wear a beanie. I can't pull off a beanie, oh, but I love beanies, but I like hats. I love the beanies. I'm a, I'm a fedora fan. I got my, I got fedoras. I got like my big sun hats. I like, uh, like I said, my, um, oh, those little newsies caps. I can rock those. I can oh, make man, those I... all hip hop with my big old door knocker <laughs> earrings and shit. I haven't worn that in a long time. Mm -hmm, right. Hats. I know. Cause we don't go nowhere and do nothing. Nope. <laughs> This is it. And when I say this is it, this is it. I, I keep to I always tell people like skating is the only reason to leave my house. Even the skate group guys tries to get together for activities and like have fun. I'll yeah. see you the next event. Yeah, fun, <laughs> all of our meetings are like virtual. So it's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And every time they'll send like a little invite. Hey, you guys want to get together for this? I'll always send like the meme of like Homer Simpson, like. Back oh, like backing up into the bush. <laughs> Bushes. Nice. That's hilarious. Like, how do I put this lightly? Bush. Right. <laughs> how your week been? Uh, week was busy with work stuff. And then um, yesterday I got my third COVID shot. Oh. And, yeah. And so I was fine yesterday. I didn't feel anything. But today I'm like tired as fuck. Oh, that's it. So you're loopy, the loopy, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, like, the first one I got um, got me all, like, tired and I napped mm. all day. Mm -hmm. But I got it yesterday and I was fine. And then, like, like my, like, in the middle, like, towards the late, ow, it still hurts. My arm just yeah. fucking hurts right there. No. Um, Which is weird. But, yeah, like, I woke up a couple times, fell right back to sleep, like, just in that, like, zony kind of, like, oh, I should get up <sighs> state um but yeah so yeah that's what's got me loopy today so gotcha yay for third covid shot i'm glad i was able to like just get it over with already that's true um, so yeah yeah so uh now i just gotta get a little home size did and we'll be good when can she get us can she get 
I mean, they, they, they signed off on it now? like last week, and we've been calling oh. her doctor like every other day, be like, you guys got it yet? <laughs> you, got, you guys got the COVID yet? Actually, not the COVID. Um, but because uh, one of her little friends got a shot yesterday, so we're like, well, shit, man, we want to get a shot too, man. So, <laughs> you know, we want to get her all looped up on, on what was it that people used to think it was 5G? Yeah, I want to get her for some <laughs> 5G signal. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, she, she's got a cold right now. And we, we're kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, she came home from school with like a sore throat. And then um, on Friday night, she started to get a fever. So we're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So we took her yesterday to urgent care to see if she's got the COVID. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a letter that says, nope, not the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got tested like Tuesday. They check, they like test them all the fucking time at school. But you know, we just got her checked just precautionary. But I think it's just like a cold or something. So yeah, I think she's fine. Yeah. But who knows if she's gonna like? She's probably gonna have to stay home at least a good couple of days. Yeah. Um, which is gonna be super fun for me since I'm home all the time. Right. Yay! Yay for you being <laughs> home and and daddy, can I do this? Daddy, can I watch this? Daddy, I I I I accidentally scratched the wall, but nothing happened. Okay, do I need to know that information? If nothing is wrong with the wall, do I really need to know? I'm gonna give you the answer. The answer is no. <laughs> Here's and the hint I- in that. Here's the hint in that. Nothing was wrong. Yeah, that's what should include you. Up. This is this is and that was uh, uh, verbatim, like transcribed conversations I've had <laughs> a little home slice. Um, so I've become obsessed with Mount Everest this week. And not so much. What about Mount Everest? Well, it started. OK, I was on Reddit. Sometimes I'll sit there on Reddit at night before I go to sleep. And somebody posted a picture of the top of Mount Everest and it looked like it had a bunch of trash on the top of it. And it's like. That's fucked up. It's not trash. It's actually flags that people tie up there from their home country when they make it. But the sad part is, is it's so many because it's like a tradition. It's so many fucking flags that it looks like trash, right? I'm afraid then, of Americans. And then one of the um, comments was, oh, trash. Talk about all the dead bodies that are up there. Yep. And it's like, so then I got went down that rabbit hole. Oh, no. Yeah. Of like uh, just seeing frozen fucking like and there's stories Twitter. and shit like that. And okay. And then, then I got into the documentary, like, like, okay, well, I, you know, I need some, there's gotta be movies and shit about this and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I started out on prime cause most of the shit's free. Right. Um, so there was this in 1996, like eight people died on one day on the mountain because there was this storm that came in really quick and th- that people weren't expecting. And it took out a bunch of people. Two of them were like, experienced like they were leaders leading people up there and you know i've been up there before and shit like that um so there was one of the guys that was on that expedition was the journalist that was supposed to be writing a story about it and so he ended up writing a whole book because it turned into this big old thing they got turned into a couple of movies actually so the first one was called um into the nothing or where'd you go um into the i was gonna mute a cough and then like i pushed oh wrong one I can't remember the. It was. It's called Into the. Into the unknown. In, into oh, the. Into the unknown. Uh, into the unknown. Me 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 me. Um. 
trying to find it. There's so many Mount Everest movies. When you type, oh, it's called Into Thin Air, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I watched that one because it was, okay, there's another one called Everest that they did in like 2015 with like Jake Gyllenhaal and a bunch of guys. So it's like, that's probably a good like action movie, probably, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's based off a true story, but it costs money. So I'm like, so I watched this other one again, which was about the same 1996 incident, but this one was starring um, Peter Horton and Chris McDonald. As I as I as I jog my memory on who Shooter McGavin. Oh, Shooter McGavin. Oh, that's he, okay. he was like the he played the journalist that went <coughs> excuse me that went up on the um, climb and was writing about it, right? Uh-huh. And then so anyway, you're watching this and it's like, oh shit, that guy was from Lost. Oh, that guy was from Six Feet Under. And you're like, wait, this was a, it was a made for TV movie because you're watching it. And it's like there's the black fade outs, then they come back. I'm like, oh, oh. shit, it was a <laughs> commercial break. Like what? What just happened there? Oh, so I watched it just because it was about this one incident and it was interesting. But like I said, then there's another movie made in 2015 called Everest. And like I said, it's a big budget movie. I'm like, I'll I'll watch that one, too, because it looks better. But then I started watching a bunch of documentaries. And again, the whole thing with the bodies, like there is this one story I came across where. okay, so there's this famous body um, that everybody just calls green boots because all you can see is green boots sticking out. And everybody that goes off the north up the north side of the mountain passes him. And it's just a landmark. It's like, oh, now you know your X, X amount of time away, whatever yeah. their feet. Um, and one year in 2006, there was another guy that died in the same cave because it was like this cave that the first guy eventually crawled. Oh, the first guy died in 96. Like, Wow. A couple of days after that blizzard that everybody else died in. Uh-huh. Um, so his body's been there ever since. So somebody else climbed in that same cave. So most people use oxygen masks when they go up there. Because when you get up that high, when you get up the top of that mountain, it's where jets fly. That's how fucking high oh, it Jesus is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's 50% amount of oxygen up there mm-hmm. than there is like at sea level, right? Yeah. So, I mean, You're going first to of all, and big extremes. When you get up to the top there like that, it's like you're on your own because if something happens to you or you nobody they can't rescue you. It would like they take 20 people to come up there and walk somebody take that somebody that can't walk themselves. It would take 20 people to bring that person down or that body down and half of them would fucking die. I mean, there's yeah. some of the points points of that climb where the ledge is barely wide enough for one person, let alone somebody who can't walk. Right. Nope. So they came across this guy in this cave where this other guy had died and he had, I think he tried to go up there without oxygen. He'd been up there before he'd, they call it summited when you've been up to the top, he'd been up there before and he tried to do it without oxygen and he climbed in this cave and people are like, he didn't have a mask on. He didn't have his gloves were super thin and like 30 or 40 people literally passed him on the way up or down as the guy was like dying. Right. But and he ended up dying up there because nobody could really fucking help. Again, you you're only Ugh. you're only responsible for getting your yourself up and down there safely, not anybody else. You can't be responsible for anybody else, you know. Yeah. And it became this big controversial thing, like you're supposed to help people, or you know, other climbers are like, you don't leave somebody distressed, and they're like, you know, what the fuck are you supposed to do? And even the guy's family ended up like, we don't blame anybody. He knew the risk he was taking. He had to be responsible for himself, you know, and shit like that. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is like, again, 30 or 40 people passed him. Now, some people were climbing in the dark, like because they would have to start off at like midnight or 1 a.m. to get up there in time to get down, whatever. So some people didn't go. It was dark. I didn't see him on the way up and they only saw him on the way down or whatever. 
out of all these people, the one guy who got criticism for not helping him was this guy who happened to be a, a paraplegic. He didn't have he was climbing that mountain with two prosthetic legs and he was the first paraplegic to do so. And people were like, of all people, he was the least likely to be able to help anybody on that fucking mountain beside himself. Yeah. I don't know fuck? why y'all are giving this guy shit. Yeah, Again, go. there were 30, 40 people went by. Right. Go. F- fuck yourself. Yeah. So turns what? out there was a couple documentaries being made at the time of this incident that caught this guy on film and this and this shit going down as this guy was dying. Yeah. One of them was called. Um, what the fuck? Be, um, beyond Everest or die. It's called Dying for Everest. And that's a documentary that was a pain. But then I came across this. It was a discovery show at the time about climbing Mount Everest. And this guy who leads these expeditions and these camps to get up there. He was the one this this paraplegic was climbing in his expedition under his like camp, like sign up with me. We'll take you. We'll help you up the blah, 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 blah. Sure. Turns out like this guy, he marks every radio call he gets. He goes, no, I got a call. We got calls about the guy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I've been sucked into what this like first of three seasons. It's on Prime. It was on the Discovery Channel. It's called. Good Lord. Everest. <laughs> anyway, they came across this guy and the, it was the one of their first guys who went up and down. And he's like, hey, I, I this guy, he he doesn't have any oxygen. Um, he's not talking. I think he's dying. He's shivering. He's like, what, what am I, what can I do? And the, his camp leader is like, is he talking? He's like, no, he's not responsive. And he goes, there's not much you can do. He's like, can I give him some of my oxygen? He goes, you can, but then that's less oxygen for you. And you can give him oxygen, but if he can't get down on his own, there's nothing you could do, you know? So it's like Ugh, this yeah. guy tried to help him, but again, and then some more people from his camp ended up coming down because this guy had already went to the top and he was on his way down when he discovered him. And okay. some more of his crew came from the way down and tried to help him. But they're like, we, we can't help him. And then they had to leave him. And then they're like, imagine having the best day of your life because you climb this mountain, you reach the highest point on Earth. They've always tried to do. And then on the way down, you pass this dying guy that you have to leave there because there's nothing you could do to help him. Yeah, that talk about, uh, I don't know, salting your trip. <laughs> so for me, it's just like, and then there's documentaries about the amount of garbage on that mountain and that like the locals have to go up there and try and clean it up and shit like that. And to me, and it's like, Hell for what? Yeah. Or what? Just to say you climb the highest peak in the world. Talk about a fucking ego. Well, yeah, that's all this is. That's all we're talking is like, you know, I mean, look, it's not for me. Well, mm-hmm. I, l- l- mm-hmm. let, me, let me start that. It's not for me, but holy crap, like if you want to do that, that's on you, but it it's insane to me. Like the fact that like you can, uh, you can, First uh, of all, it costs like at least $60,000 to go on one of these expeditions to get up the mountain. You got to get permits. What? You got to go up with a crew. Oh, they have, you know, yeah. So I mean, paying, because you're paying $60,000 to put your life on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you should watch this documentary. It, um, it's, it's really good because it, you know, it, shows everything i mean there's so much more that goes into it like the locals that do this all the time they're called sherpas that lead people yep. up the mountain 
Yep. And they're the ones hauling your shit up the mountain. They're the ones that are setting the ropes up there for you. So they're ready. They're the ones hauling your fucking food and shit up there, you know, and they're doing this all goddamn day and going up there for you. And you're going to be an asshole who's like when the leader's going, you need to come down. You need to turn around right now and come down. You're not going to make it. You're running out of oxygen. You're falling on your ass. And they're like, no, I can do it. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, like when I say I have this obsession with it, it's like in no means do I mean I have an obsession with climbing it. I'm obsessed with these fuckers that yeah. do this because it's like, again, at what cost for your fucking ego and you're polluting this beautiful goddamn out. I mean, they get up there to the top and there's like a 20 minute line of a wait to actually get up to the top of climbers. What? Because there's so many people up there. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like a line at Disneyland. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like I just survived this and now I got to wait in line. Yeah. Um, or the shitty part in this one crew I was watching is like. They got stuck behind this group of like 15 or 16 unexperienced climbers and they ugh. were stuck. And these fuckers like you can't the only way to get around them is to unhook from the fucking rope and climb oh, around. And, yeah. No. And they're like. We've been stuck here and they got like the people in front of them got tangled in the ropes and they're like, you know, and again, you only have so much oxygen and it's only going to uh, amount for so much time. So like their crews, like in, in one of the stories, it was like, um, no matter where you are in the mountain, it's it's two o'clock. You turn around and come back. No, if you're 50 feet from the top, I don't care. You fucking turn around and come back. So a lot of these guys are like, I, I'm so close. I don't want to go back and I can't turn around. And it's like, they're fucking falling over and dying. And they're like, it's the hardest part. No, the hardest part's the way down, fucker. If you're having this much trouble still getting to the top, you're going to be goddamn useless on the way down. And you're going to be somebody else's fucking tragedy. And and how long how long does it take from start to end uh, average? Did they say? About 50 days. Wait, it takes you 50 days to get from the bottom to the top? First of all. You have to go in there and at the base camp, you have to camp for two weeks so you can adjust to the climate level. Okay. At the base camp. Okay. Then it's like, okay, today it's going to be a, a so-and-so, like a nine-hour hike to the next camp. And then you're over at night. And maybe then you have to adjust there for maybe a day or two. Then you go to the next camp and it's like, it might take a couple days. There's literally like five or six camps along the mountain on the way up. Because you can't just run up the fuck. I mean, again, you're going from uh, it's not even sea level, really, to fucking where jets fly. You have to stop and your body has to try and acclimate. But the shit that goes on, like the cool thing about this first season of this documentary I was watching on Prime was there's a doctor on the expedition who's a specialty in high altitude sickness. So he's explaining everything that happens to you and shit like that. I mean, besides frostbite and your body not working. Not having the alcohol means you don't have the blood oxygen flowing. And then once you get to a certain level, your mind just doesn't even think right. You just start making stupid decisions. Like there was this one story where this guy's like, hey, my oxygen's running low. I think it's stuck. Can you fix it for me? And his buddy, instead of like turning it like down, accidentally turned it way too high because he wasn't thinking straight. And the guy was like, oh, that's way better. But now he's way too high and he's going to fucking run out of oxygen by the time he gets down. Oh, or again, when people are like, no, I can make it. It's just right there. I'm not turning around. It's like, dude, you don't even know what you're seeing. You got fucking altitude sickness right now. You need, you know, it's crazy the shit that can happen to you up there. Mm -mm. None. None of this sounds uh, fun to me. No. But again, a little obsessed with the people who think they can do that. 
more oh god okay well you know more power to you all for thinking you can do this shit but <laughs> know when to come down uh, prime that's insane I'm trying to find that documentary. Oh, it's called um, Beyond the Limit. It's called, well, okay, so then one, one of the nicknames for Everett, Mount Everest, because so many people die up there, I mean, there's hundreds of bodies up there, it is Everest. Because you're sleeping there forever, dude. That's your final resting place, yeah, right? Yep. So this fucking documentary I'm watching on Prime, it's like, when shit's about to go down, this voice comes on and goes, Everest. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fucking creepy. Nope. Rest. Look, if you're trying to scare me away from it, you've done a good job just with oh, yeah. the documentary. No, I'm, I'm you don't have going. to you don't have to whisper to me. Mm-hmm. Everest. Nope. Nope. It's ever rest. Nope. Uh-uh. No, mijo. I sorry. Sorry, gonna excuse me, but no. Uh-uh. So what what got you on this kick of these uh like I said, it started on Reddit. It was a Reddit post. It started showing me what I thought was trash on the mountain. And then I was like, that's fucked up. Oh, and I had to look into right. that. And then it got into the bodies and then the stories. Híjole. Is there another place on earth that's like that where it's just littered know. with dead bodies? Yeah, that people are just like, eh. it's not a matter of meh. It's a matter of like they're impossible to go get down without right. risk of but other I, lives. Yeah. But essentially, you're still going meh because like you're leaving them there because, you know, now Fred is a Fredsicle. Um, well, I imagine same thing might happen in the desert in the old days, you know. Yeah, but at least in the desert, like there's heat and your body will start to decompose. And, yeah. And there's animals and things that'll, you know. Yeah. Buzzards and they and freeze things. up there. They freeze up there. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're, they're you're there. basically frozen in carbonite. Once in a while when it melts enough and if there's wind that will decompose the body. But what it's only whatever's exposed, whatever's frozen, still frozen. That's I mean, be. like. This fucking documentary I was watching when the, this one guy who was trying to get up the mountain, the leader's like, no, you need to come down. Everyone's like, you need to fucking turn around and come down. You need to fucking come down. And they're like, dude, Tim, look over to your left. See that? that like, and they showed this frozen body. They're like, that guy died last year because he didn't turn around. Time he, goes, turn around. he goes, I don't want to die up here. Yeah. Fucking that, turn around, Tim. I, I don't even want to like remotely die up here, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I, I guess you have a lot of thrill seekers out there that want to do shit like this, but uh, no, nah, man. And again, for what? To say you done did it, like so you can take a. That's some white people shit. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Ain't no fucking hood certified people going. Wait, you want to climb up this mountain for what? Like, is there gold up there? Like, why am I climbing up there? Right. Uh, no. Just, just to say you did it. Nah, it's cool. I can, I can go to the store and say I did that. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to say I did that. Or, or I can do like Sheba did and watch this documentary and say I did that. Right. It doesn't come <laughs> with no metal and shit, but I done did it. I don't need that. Nope. I don't need no. I don't need no metal. Nope. I don't need no stinking metal. Jeez. Um. What else you watch this week? You finally caught up with the end of uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes, I did. Oh my god. That was god. sad. It made me sad. Oh. I was like, oh, Nandor thinks that Gizmo left him. <laughs> oh my god. Like I just uh fucking Laszlo. Fucking fucking Laszlo. Um yeah, like yeah, I did not expect that ending. Like, you know, it it, it was a 
you know, a, a, I don't want to say a typical season, but, you know, a season of just like their whack, wacky lives and stuff. And all of a sudden it just ends like everybody's kind of doing their own separate ways thing. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, come on, man. So, yeah, I, I can only assume that when they come back next next year, you know, Nadia will be uh, Nadja. Nadja will be part of the uh, the council and mm-hmm. and and I guess she'll still have her her uh, her doll her her, her doll and her bodyguard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. While while you know Laszlo's off raising baby Colin Robinson, <laughs> so creepy, so creepy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And who knows where Nandor will be? I, I you know you think he's gonna be off making movies now? <sighs> I don't. Oh, I don't know. Did he get it? Wait, hold on. Here's my face. You can't see behind the microphone. <laughs> Sorry for you out there that couldn't see it. This Probably better off. Fucking guy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed because like, that is definitely one show that I tend to watch same day. And now it's gone. Um... Oh, okay. So I think we talked about this off air when you're asking me about movies you watch because I know I, we watched it after Halloween and since we co- recorded on Halloween last time, um, we watched uh, Book of Saw or oh, Spiral Book yeah. of Saw or Chris Rock because I was like, that's what I really wanted. I wanted to watch it. It came out last year. Wanted to watch it then. Wanted to watch it this year. Didn't get a chance to. And I told husband, I said, okay, if the Dodgers are in the playoffs last year, we're starting our Halloween movies in September. He's like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so, um. He was okay with we watched some Halloween movies uh, after. Now is he now is 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 uh uh he a fan of these no types of movies? No, hates them. (laughs) Nope, absolutely hates them. Um, so So he's being tortured is is what's happening here. So like usually when I start bringing it up, he's not October yet. He doesn't want to watch it at all. (laughs) But allowed that, and then now, like I said, if Dodgers in the playoffs next year, fuck it, we're starting in September. Um, so anyway, yeah, we watched um, it's called Spiral Book of Saw. It came out two years ago. Chris Rock produced it. And I I loved I didn't love it. Well, OK, it was way better than a bunch of the shit we watched. I wish we would watch that instead of Halloween Kills or even Hush. Um, oh, OK, because it was I thought and maybe because you made because, it all the way through. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was because we watched a bunch of shit that I appreciated it. I was yeah. like, I enjoyed it. Um. Again, I don't remember if I watched the second Saw movie. I think I did, but if it did, it didn't stick with me. And then once they get, you know, past three, it's like, I'm done. I can't yeah. keep up. It's probably stupid. You're all just trying to be the first one at that point, right. I think. And it's dumb. So anyway. Or just trying to live off of the first one. Right. So I don't I don't have it to compare to those, but comparing it to the first one, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It, it, it was kind of like a copycat killer. I mean, here, let's be honest. What made it good is that at least, at the very least, you're watching a movie with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, which so is they're crazy. Gonna, yeah, they're going to hold your attention the whole time anyway. So, which is like, you start to think, I'm like, have these dudes actually done a movie together? I don't know, but they play father and son. God. Chris Rock's the dad. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's some. Re- re- their father reversal. and son. Um, Chris Rock is a cop. His dad was the lieutenant. Um. This is all in the trailer. I'm not giving anything away. Um, and um, Chris Rock starts getting kind of packages from this copycat jigsaw guy. So it, they're kind of directed at him. 
And it's because his dad dad was uh, the lieutenant. And um, basically, the jigsaw killer is taking out dirty cops. So it's an interesting twist because it's not just victims that you feel bad for. He's taking out dirty cops. Okay. So you're kind of like, you know, like, are you really doing bad? It's kind of like, well, you kind of deserved it. Like the first cop was because he was lying on the stand and, you know, getting people locked away for shit they didn't do, you know, shit like that. You know what the difference is between that guy and the the previous one? The previous one was a killer. This guy's a vigilante. Yeah. 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 That's what he was trying. That's, that's what he was the trying difference. To do. Yeah. And it, and it, and it's a good story that comes around at the end that all ties up with the reveal of who it is. Okay. Um, you're is it a good like, reveal? Yeah, I didn't see it. And okay. it was like, oh, OK, OK. You know, um, it makes sense. Sure. I'll buy it. All right. I'll buy it. Um, I'll buy that for a dollar. And the tortured scenarios they came up with was like okay all right that's pretty good i have seen that before i mean again i haven't seen all those saw movies and i'm sure they had to get creative with those too but i you know i don't watch yeah. it for the torture scenes i want you know i watch it for the the build up and the mind fuck and everything yeah. but it's like okay that was a good i had seen that before that was good <laughs> okay good job, fucked good up. job. That was good. so i enjoyed it i enjoyed again i enjoyed it a lot more than some of the shit we watched oh man well if maybe maybe in a year we'll revisit this conversation and maybe we'll add it to the list and you'll be like oh yeah i haven't watched that in a year yeah i yeah i would totally watch it again and and again for some reason i'm into this whole um comics doing fucking dark horror fucked up movies i like it i'm down i'm in they're good sign me up they good they good at it i'm trying to think if i watched anything i feel like i did but I, i i usually have this conversation where it's like i feel like I watched something. Don't remember what it was. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I we it's funny because we're kind of running out of shit that we watch again because all of our shit's ending, I think. Hmm. So when I started watching this ever series, I was like, hey, I think I'll wait and start it over with him because I'm like, he would enjoy it. It's it's adventure. It's like, you know, hmm. it's uh, it's uh, suspenseful, suspenseful. Have you started um, watching Rest. any um holiday style movies just yet um no not movies i've started watching thanksgiving episodes of friends and bob's burger mm, okay um I'll, the decorate halloween decorations i'll finish taking down today and then uh, christmas will start coming up because fuck it i don't care this is this is why um I, I love one of the many reasons why i love my wife because she didn't go straight for christmas she put up like some Thanksgiving-ish things up. So I'm like, sweet. Some what? Thanksgiving-ish, you know. I don't know um, that holiday. Thanksgiving? Nope, don't know it. Oh, I'm going to do more I carry. I don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You're a fool. Well, I, I do know this holiday because it is one of my favorites. I do like the Thanksgiving because I like the eatings. What else do you like about it? Um, the eatings and the fact that like. Um, so sh- why can't it just be eating day? I'm not. Look, I'm not going to argue with you what the fuck it's called. I didn't name it. I'm I, I'm just f- like. Rename it. Of, what? Rename it. I don't have the energy or the bandwidth <laughs> to want to change Thanksgiving because I'm 
thankful that somebody else made this fucking food that I get to eat. Okay, see, well, there you go. When I asked you what else, you know, do you like about that day? I thought maybe you were going to say you're thankful for something or family or something, but you went right back to the eating again. So (laughs) it's like eating day. uh, I don't have to be. I'm thankful every day. God damn it. Just like just like. Cool. I'm thankful every day. So, mm-hmm. so it's not a it's not a being thankful thing, but I'm thankful somebody made this shit so I can eat it. Food fest day, gluttonous Food day. eating day. There Whatever. you go. I don't. I'm I don't, down with that. Whoever wants to rename it, that's fine by me. I don't have the bandwidth. You just did. That. Yours what? is now called gluttonous eating day. Fuck. Gluttonous eating day, 2021. Son of a damn it. You want to be? <laughs> you want it to be the Xavier gluttonous eating day, 2021? <laughs> uh, then I'd have to throw more more last names on there since initials he, yeah and initials and math and whatever but gluttonous eating day did you uh did you have any uh effects of uh waking up today because uh, time change and all that i didn't because i don't have to work but <laughs> my husband like he gets up and i he gets ready i i think i heard him get up it's like I don't even hear him get up anymore. He usually he'll get up and he'll feed the dog. He'll take the dogs outside and he'll feed the dogs super fucking early in the morning when he gets up hmm. and then they crawl back to bed and meet. So what had happened was Betty starts jumping on his face and licking him. Oh, and he looks at his clock and it's like five eleven in the morning. Oh, and he's like, yeah. So he, I think he ends up getting up because he's just used to waking up early because he has to. So he gets up and by the time he's done. He's almost done getting ready. He goes, I hear him go, was there a time change last night? <laughs> I go, yeah, why are you late? Or he goes, no, it's just the sun's out already. Normally it's still dark when he's driving or he's like, cause the sun's coming. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, that's why she jumped on my face at five 11 this morning. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And this just start bugging me at like noon. Ugh. I saw somebody post a meme or something on Facebook or on Insta yesterday that was a dog with a sign around its neck going, just because the clock's turned back doesn't mean our food time does. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so true. They just don't get it. They just start bugging the shit out of you. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. We get it. No, no, you don't. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It, it, I already started the day off weird because I don't feel 100% because of the, 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 the COVID shot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, normally I, I don't like this time of year. It's not my favorite. Only it, because... it actually is my favorite. Time oh, of year. I fucking hate it. I know like, you do. I, I, I want sun like out all the time. Like, look, if you want to, if you want to like, like I could have sworn that we passed a rule or some bullshit where it was like, you oh know, yeah, we, there... we actually voted to not do it anymore. And we're still doing it though. Yeah, because we voted on it, but then Congress still had to like still has to pass it through or approve it or something, and they don't give a shit. So <sighs> we're still changing our fucking clocks. Uh, I was wondering what happened with that. Like, uh, yeah, I, I I just don't like the darkness that mm-hmm. or like I I, I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I'll feel about it this year since I'm like home, but. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's before you were driving home in it and shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah getting dude, home and it's dark and stuff. You're yeah. driving home and it's like it's pitch dark and you're like, what? Uh, like it makes you just feels like you, you were at fucking work the, you know, the rest of your life for like so last week when my husband would be coming home from work and he'd be home for a little while. And then he's like, fuck, it's getting dark already, you know, because kind of creeps in. Yep. And he's like, yeah, same for him. But I <laughs> don't like it. No, man. <laughs> 
Goose. When we were at the slow roll on Saturday night, somebody said something like said something about like wait until it got dark to show up or something like that. And I said something like or somebody said something about not liking the sun. I said, me either. I just tell people I'm a vampire. So I have an excuse not to go out during the day. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> but not you, Guillermo. Uh, I, I, I bought a I, I bought a t-shirt today. Do I the not you Guillermo shirt? Uh, this was different. It has it has uh, it says uh, vampire family portrait, but on the bottom <laughs> it says not you Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a picture of them, and then just kind of looking at Guillermo like, "Fuck you doing in this picture?" <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's funny. So I need to Fury today for twelve bucks. That's it. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, you're speaking my language now." Right, right, right. Yeah, fucking, I got a t-shirt problem. Uh, I haven't bought a t-shirt in a while because, you know, I have that other problem. I do buy too many t-shirts. I buy t-shirts all the time. I have that other problem. The Lego problem. Yeah, that one. Here's what I decided to do, though, with my, I have, like, bins uh, here of t-shirts that I can't get rid of, but I'm uh-huh. not really actively wearing, you know? Uh-huh. And, you know, and it's always like, what do you, what do you do with all these old t-shirts, you know? And it's like, I think what I'm going to do is just cut out the artwork and then, um, use them as like rotating on the back of like a denim jacket, like just pin them to a denim jacket once, you know what I mean? Once in a yeah. while, like I always kind of like that. Like I have a denim jacket that's already got like a Star Wars thing, like sewed to the back of it almost. Okay. You huh. just safety pin it like punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't hate that idea. Mm-hmm. I have to, because I've lost so much weight, I have to like rotate my, my, my t-shirts out. Mm-hmm. Um, because now I'm fitting in the shirts that I haven't fit in a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's I'm- fun. That's called closet shopping. Yeah, it's like, like shit's new again. Yeah, you put it on, you're like, oh, yay! <laughs> so, is this uh, from alter? Is this from drastically alternating your lifestyle? From what your uh, drastic suggested? lifestyle changes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, trying to eat right, not eat. I mean, not that like I said, I wasn't eating a lot of bullshit, but I cut any bullshit out. Yeah, and, oh, that's good. You know, not drinking and and you know doing my elliptically thing. So yeah, I'm down to like under 200 pounds, which is impressive for me because I haven't done that in like over 10 years. Good for you. Oh, good for you. So yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna have to start reorganizing because I have these, you know, the wife and I share a, a walk-in closet and it has like these cubbies that I put my shirts in and then I have this other dresser in the room where I have other shirts. So I have a mm-hmm. shirts, right? Uh, um, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> who am I telling? Um so I have to take, you know, what's in the cubby hole things and the dresser and basically do the switcheroo since, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, those don't fit. Those fit now. These are a little too big now. So I have two cubby holes in my closet that hold two stacks of T-shirts each. Uh-huh. And each stack's got to be at least maybe 10 shirts. So those are like my active rotation shirts and your 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 weekly rotation right and even more than that i mean obviously i don't wear all those during the week but it's like you know because some of them are like just around the house shirts and you know like and i'm not they're leaving her and then i have one two bins like those plastic tubs yeah Uh, two more of t-shirts in this my spare room that i can't seem to get rid of like radio station shirts or you know what i mean uh, yeah like collectible sure you know shit like that and you know i kind of have learned my lesson and kicked myself in the ass for the shit i got rid of before that i don't ha- you know beastie boy shirts i got rid of or shit that i don't have anymore I- i'm so crazy. mad i don't have that blue aba shirt 
You know how many times I wore that damn shirt. Like, like you lived in that shirt. Which I did. I, I don't. I don't, I don't wanna, even know where it went. I don't. I don't want to like bum you out. But about a year or two, I'm gonna say like two years ago, um, Target reissued that shirt again. Yeah, I, <laughs> fuck yeah, I bought. I bought it in a size I can wear. I was like, yay! Look at this shirt again. I actually have dug out some of my old Ringer shirts and put them in my husband's rotation. Oh, nice. Yeah, he fucking in them anyway. And then in my spare room here, I have another two drawers of Christmas shit, of Christmas shirts, oh. <laughs> or holiday shit that yeah. comes out during the holidays. I have a handful of holiday shirts, but I don't like sometimes I'll even forget about it. I'm like, God damn it. I have that Darth Vader fucking Christmas shirt. I know. I, I actually almost again, I have too many because I went kind of crazy on Amazon the last couple of days. Fucking type. All you got to do is type in Star Wars Christmas shirt on Amazon. And there's a bunch. There's a bunch. There's I almost. uh there's this service called, you know, it's kind of like one of those subscription services on Amazon where it's a Star Wars one where you can get a, a, sh- a Star Wars shirt like monthly just sent to you just mm-hmm. randomly. And I was almost like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to say no right now. One of my so, favorites is right. um, I just like, you know, me and the Stormtroopers. I got one where they're all like in the snow with like candy canes. <laughs> yeah. And I got one where it's, a, you know, Oh, it's just a stormtrooper and it looks like an ugly Christmas sweater, but it says, all I want for Christmas is the droids we're looking for. <laughs> I think, I think, I think my Darth Vader one says some shit like, I find your lack of cheer disturbing. Mm, I've seen that one. I, I get a lot of compliments on, I have this one that's, it's, this, it's the shape of a Christmas tree and it's all green, but all the figures are Star Wars. It's just shapes, but it's all Star Wars figures. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's the ship at the top or whatever. And but anyway, they're all formed together to make a shape of a tree. Because, oh. When you see it, it's just like a tree. And then when you look at it again, you're like, oh, shit, it's all Star Wars shapes. Aha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, shall we start? Shall we start the program? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's hit that. The, the beautiful bean footage. I can't hear it. Oh, you can't. Oh, uh, that's on me. So we're going to go to advanced settings. I don't know. We're going to go to screen share advanced computer audio and share i have completely dropped the ball today because that was some free it advice right there oh that was 100%. probably worth a good 25 bucks at least oh yeah 100 let's see Uno, two, three, four. yo it's the Goody Squad. Oh, wait, real quick. My husband just sent me a video uh-huh. of some pigs. There's a pig farm near his work. And um, he they know the people that run it. And he gave them all of our Halloween pumpkins. So it's a video of all the pigs eating our pumpkins. It's pretty oh, fucking nice. cute. They got spots and stuff. They're fucking cute. Suck yeah. That cat on a pig. Okay. Uh, episode 128, Goody Squad. I want a pig, but my husband's like, we can't have a pig because we eat bacon. I'm like, well, I don't want to eat that pig. Yeah. But he can't differentiate. Oh, well, that's a shame. I know. What nah. if I rescue a pig? Like, nah. I mean, I don't want to go buy a pig. Nah. And they get when, pig, I, when I get my man. farm, they get fucking big. I don't know how to get my farm. 
<laughs> um, Goody Squad, we watched a documentary this week. Yeah, look at Mayor up. J. Blige, My Life. My Life. It was my celebrating life, the life. 25th anniversary of the album, I believe, My Life. Yeah, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, I love me some Mary J. I remember when 411, what's the 411 came out? Yep. Listen to that album from beginning to end. I think we were playing it. Were we playing it at the Goody? Was yeah, that a Goody? It came out, yeah, because it, it came out in 92. Mm-hmm. So we, we were definitely um, playing that shit for sure. I, um, it, it's funny because I totally forgot that it came out that early because uh, I remember me and like the ex-wife playing it a lot. But yeah, it definitely came out in 92 and we um, we rocked the shit out of that at the good at the Goody. And then everything else of hers that came out after that, I liked all the singles and everything I heard, but I don't think I ever really got into any of the albums beginning to end like I did that first one. Yes. But okay, so I'm not say, the only one. No, but I have to say, after watching this documentary, I feel like I've missed out. <laughs> and I feel like I need to go listen to some more Mary. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you on that. Um, I swore by that album. Even like after last night after the, uh, the documentary, I ended up putting on What's the 411? No, I know. I actually listened to it like the day before. I listened to it earlier this week. I threw it yeah, on. Yeah, because that shit was just so mm-hmm. banging. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I remember like like you, you know, listening to a single here and there. But I don't think like a, like a full album like that one. Like it was just like, oh, this is the hit of the album. I'm going to listen to this. Right. Um, but I do feel like I need to go listen to my life. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was interesting because it started off as a full-on documentary on her and kind of starting her life and stuff, which was really fascinating. Um, I, thought, I, thought so too, I thought so too, because again, I don't think I really knew too much about her. I, I might have at some point because some of it sounded vaguely familiar. Like mm. the one thing I did forget is that she was with KC from JoJo. I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't remember. I, I didn't remember that either. Like, oh, that's right. She was, she was with him. Um, completely forgot that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and I know that it was more of a documentary on this specific album, but it, it, like I wanted more. I agree. I did. I wanted more too on her life. How'd you get that scar? How'd you get that scar on your face, girl? Well, um, but, especially but I also because feel like, like early there's on, some stories like can, that she don't want to tell too. No, but even but see, it, it even all right, fine. You don't want to tell those stories. That's fine. But you you said early on in the documentary that you put out like thirteen plus albums or something. Mm-hmm. And we covered basically two. Well, again, it was just that it was more the 25th anniversary of that album. Completely understand. Yeah, I get so, it. So, so does that mean I, we we need more of a Mary documentary? Then I wouldn't mind. I'd yes. watch it if they gave I, me I more want, more on her whole career. I'd watch it because like they they cover basically like Casey. They don't cover any other relationship in her life. Um, yeah, that's true. Because then there was another album later on that was real big after a breakup that she went through too. Yep. Yeah, there needs to be more. More so, Mary. Yeah, so as much as I understand that it was uh, just It left solely, you wanting more. It left me wanting more Maybe about Maybe they her did story. that on purpose. Maybe. I do like the fact that from the get-go, she's like, you know, it, it was very empowering to her to empower women and stuff. And then, you know, uh, going through her struggle on trying to accept this new life you know, and being yeah. apprehensive about it. And it wasn't until she realized that she just wanted someone to understand her, that she realized that her fans are the ones that are understanding her, that she yeah. became so much more like appreciative of the experience that she's going through because now somebody got it, mm-hmm. right? you know? And, and so you, got, you, you had a lot of uh, women in this video, in the uh, documentary, just coming up to her and just thanking her for 
being saving their lives basically yeah i mean one literally said that like you know i i didn't i didn't do it there's this uh, one mm-hmm. dude the one gay dude who was like you know it kept me from doing something i wanted to do mm-hmm. you know? um and yeah so it was very it was very cool because it was very empowering um and 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 it was very cool to see that she was empowering people even when she didn't realize she was yeah you know she was basically just putting out her experience out there and just trying to get that out there and um yeah it was cool to see that it was also cool to see like a little bit of like behind the scenes with like Oh, Diddy and the producers and the Diddy writers and the talking producers. about the album. And I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. There was one scene where I was like, 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 you know, like artists put out their songs and sometimes they're like, yeah, cool, whatever. But she's sitting there on the couch with one of these producer guys and she's listening to the song and she busts out and fucking singing because she's feeling it and shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's dope to me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that she like, it feels it still so much that like she started singing that song right then and there yeah um you know um i feel like after watching this and i don't think i've ever seen her in concert if i has it was maybe smart part of a small festival but mm. like i'm like was she on that smoke out tour i don't think so I, you went to that I, didn't I, you i, I want to say i've seen her before but i can't without me too without like digging a, a ticket out like exactly i, I, I was doing the same it. thing i was like God, and that sucks but could be if I did, it was not her show. It, she was part of a bigger show. I know that for sure. It was not a full on Mary show. Yeah. Because I, I feel like yeah. now if I like I want to I feel like going to a, I want to go to a Mary show now because it feels like fucking church. It looks like church of fucking Mary. <laughs> well, like, especially after watching world. this and, and real, you know, you'll go see an artist and they'll go through the songs and stuff. But like. She still at this point still feels these songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and, and and so does the crowd. So it's 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 a very cool experience to watch like her taking herself back to that moment in these songs where she's I mean she's it's not just a song to her you know it's, yeah. it's you know it's it's like you know uh, name any band who's 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 written a heartbreaking song but is playing it 20 years later and it's mm-hmm. just a song to them you know it's just going through the motions like I didn't never got that feeling from her like it didn't feel like she was just going through the motions like she's still like feels that shit mm-hmm. you know she's yeah still, totally feels Agreed. connected to that which is cool mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It, you know it um but fuck fuck you casey like you, you were you seem like such a dick like yeah. i like that one there's a there's a part where she's overseas and the host of a show is showing her some footage of casey talking about never wanting to get married and shit and she's playing it for Mary and Mary's just like, like annoyed by it. Like, I, I'm not going to comment on that. Like, yeah, like, you know, like basically well, like, fuck this video. Like, why are you showing this? Shit? And do you think the reporter would ever do that to man? No, hell no. No, of course. Hell not. no. No, because, you know, but and, and it's so fucked up. Like I watched it like when I was watching that scene, I was like, that's fucked up, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. you're a dick. And like the mm-hmm. lady's just like, oh, well, let's play this video of um when he was previously on this show, it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, you know, it was also interesting to watch her watch old interviews of herself Mm -hmm. and how she was saying that she was, you know, um, defensive and guarding herself. And, you know, uh, even, even with the one where she was like, 
you know, I, I think I didn't even like this person. Like there was something she did and it was just very guarded and just very like standoffish and shit. Um, so it was interesting to watch her watch herself. Yeah. Um, and just kind of how she's evolved. Yeah. From that. Um, yeah. It, it, it all it was also, you know, you know, when she was talking about towards the end about how she was always in like protection mode. Um, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I felt that was it was interesting, and again, it probably it, it it leads to just wanting more. But her story from the beginning about being raised in the ghetto and not having those dreams because they weren't attainable. Yeah, she didn't think they were ever attainable. Yeah, you know. Well, and I I kind of like you can in the in the in the documentary you get the the idea that she was raised primarily by her mom, but mm -hmm. early on in the in the documentary she says that she was very close to her dad, but then that's the last that they talked about it until the very end where they put up that, you know, the screen of, um, you know, something, a message that she had written to her dad, um, you know, and signed it, you know, your daughter, Mary J. Blige and shit. So mm -hmm. yeah, I would be more than intrigued to find out more about that relationship. And um, there was something in there that like towards the end that I, 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 that really caught me where she was like, when she was watching herself and she was like, I didn't know I was me. Mm-hmm because she evolved to this person and she didn't know. Sure. You know, th that kind of evolution and stuff. So it was very interesting to watch her watch her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To totally. Sure. Um, I mean, can you imagine if we had to go back and watch ourselves on film from when we were 20 or in our, in our 20s? Oh, right. <laughs> imagine the stupid shit that would have come out of our mouths. A lot of stupid shit came out of our mouths and a lot of. And like, luckily, none of it's recorded. Yeah, luckily for us, Jesus. No Twitter, no oh, Instagram. Thank goodness for all that. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness all that shit didn't start peaking until like we were old enough to be like knowing better. Yeah. So yeah, it was very. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was interesting to to, to hear Diddy talk about the sophomore jinx on that um, mm -hmm, my mm -hmm, life mm -hmm. record, which which was also wanting why I wanted more of the other albums because. You know, you were kind of like concerned about the sophomore jinx, but then like we were just talking about essentially two albums, which is why I wanted. I wanted more. Yeah, I want some more. Um, but you know, and 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 like all the people that they had on there talking, like the fact that like her birthday party is is being celebrated, and Diddy sitting next to her, and LL Cool J is like nonchalant right? at the end of the table, like who, who you know, at first I'm like, damn, is that LL? And then, like, they kind of go back to him, kind of just listening. I'm like, just a, a, a random, like, appearance by LL Cool J. Just yeah. sitting there. They didn't even interview him. He was just kind of sitting there, like, at her birthday party. Love um, that. But, yeah, it, and, it, and it was cool to see that, like, these songs and, and that process of, of producing her was something that these other individuals felt as well. Like, they were going through some shit, maybe not to the extent that she was going through, but they were still going through some shit and still found common ground of solidarity with producing these albums and songs. Yeah. Um, was really cool. So it was very um, heartfelt when she was listening to those songs with, you know, these other people. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. I, I thought it was a really cool um, um, documentary, um, especially because she got two cakes, lucky. Ray. <laughs> Like, why I got two cakes? Why not, girl? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving you choices. Right. Here you go. A choice of cake. I enjoyed it, but like you said, it did leave me wanting more. 
yeah. left me wanting more Mary. More Mary. Yeah, I'm hoping that this spawns more Amazon um, content for Mary J. Because, um, yeah, now I want, I want more. I want more of, of, of that story, more of her, her struggles, more of her um, process of writing these songs. Like, I, I just want to watch more. It's kind of... <laughs> Similar to the BG one, where but except the BG one gave you kind of like a uh, a um, overview of everything, right? This one just gave you like this much out of this much, yeah. So tiny from large, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. So what do you rate it? Out <sighs> of four pointers, I'd probably give it a a a, a point, point, point. I'll give it a three. I agree. Same here. I'll give it a three. I wanted more. Um, yeah. Would I watch it again? Yeah, maybe. But I, if you're going to give me other ones of her, then yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to watch those. Um, you know, listening to the music was good. Um, yeah, it was a little trip through time for sure, which was nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. I'll say bye bye. <laughs> uh, what should we watch next? Oh, what's uh, what's uh, what's 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 we think in here? Oh, let me take Mary Jane. Oh, Mary Jane off. Sweet girl, take that off. Yeah, we watched that one. Delete. Is uh, there any sort of like? What are you in the mood for? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, not another documentary. Do you want a comedy? Well, I, didn't, comedy I, didn't, in a while. I didn't say I wasn't in a mood for a documentary. Um, oh, I, I'm going to say it then. Eh, it's not too documentary. Okay. Uh, so uh, what what comedy are, are you on your list there? Are you thinking here? I don't say any comedies. Oh. <laughs> we got a lot say of any shit. comedies. We got no comedies on the list. Got a lot of serious shit. Um, yeah, so if we don't have anything, what, what, what serious movie do we have? Um... Okay, so we had Val documentary on there. We had Say Anything on there. I am all the girls. Um, actually, I was I almost started watching that this week on Netflix, but then I turned something else on instead. It's about um, it's about this woman who's getting revenge on sex traffickers or something like that. People who are sex trafficking women, Ooh, something sounds, like that. That sounds stressful. Um, yeah. Uh, over the moon on Netflix. I don't remember what that was. Now I have. Oh, no that's, that was that was my. Oh, is that yours? Is that your yeah. suggestion? Let's uh, let's go over the moon. What is it? It's 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 the it's my movie of last year. Okay. It's a it's a it's a animated movie, but it's it's done by former Disney people. It's got songs. It's very, um, yeah, over the moon. Okay. Sweet. I think you'll like it. This, now, this isn't a scenario like um, that other movie, which I thought you would like. Uh, I think you'll like this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On Netflix. All right, yes. then. Yes. Uh, brought to you by Netflix. Done by Netflix. It was my movie of the year of the year it came out, which I think it was last year. Um, yeah, we'll watch that one. Uh, I am just uh, I just googled really quick and new to Netflix just to see like if there's anything good coming. 
down the pipe. There's one, there's there's a show I saw coming to Amazon Prime that was a commercial before Mary J that looked like magical and mystical. It looked kind of cool. What was it about? Magical and mystical stuff. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. There's a ooh, there's a um I mean in Netflix. There Red Notice. I don't remember this, but Oh, that's the one with The Rock and And Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm yep. like, I'm down for anything with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's got Wonder Woman on it too, so Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. add that to the list for Heezy. Okay, hold on, hold on. What's it called? Um Red Easy Notice. Fantasy. To watch, to watch. Yep, over the moon. Red Notice. Is it still on Netflix? Did you check? Uh, it's by Netflix, so it's 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 on there. Red Notice, Netflix. Let's see what else is coming to Netflix. The next one's a Christmas movie, A Boy Called Christmas. Christmas. It looks like it's starring a mouse. <laughs> Christmas. 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 Passing. It's interesting. Well, this one sounds way interesting. Highly anticipated black and white movie for Netflix arrives in the middle of the week and adapts to the 1929 novel, the same name. We see two black women meet years after their childhood and find each one living completely different lives, which all comes down to which color they pass as because one of them is like totally light skinned. Interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. Uh, coming to Netflix this week. The tenth, and a bunch of seasons of stuff. Nothing looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nope, none of that. Well, I'm sure we'll start getting some Christmassy style movies. Yes, true, true. All right, I hear my dogs fighting. I, I gotta guess, go. <laughs> I guess. Oh, shit. What did you say? Uh, I, I was gonna say. I mean, we could start Christmas a little early just so we can get more in. I'm way down for that. I'm not going to turn down a good Christmas movie. I mean, I don't do the lifetime bullshit. No, that's not what I mean in any means. People are like, yay, holiday movies. I'm like, no, I don't watch no, any of that. That's shit. what my wife and daughter watch. And yeah, those no, no, are no, the no, things no. I get um, tortured. I'm by. excited because I think I'm going to have you watch this some this year that you probably haven't seen. Like, did you have you watched Office Christmas Party? <laughs> it's uh, with, yeah, I think oh, I did. you did watch that one. Yeah, but I'd watch it again. I think it's <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, like, yeah. Hulu or something. Right oh, now. wait, have you have you watched Why Him? Cranston and James Franco. Why him? Is that yeah. the boyfriend one? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> I like that one. Funny. So we got a lot of options. Oh my God. I don't know if I sent it to you. I think I did where somebody threw a, a Halloween party where you had to come dressed as a Friday character. Uh, you didn't send it to me, but I saw it on like K-Day's. Uh, oh Instagram. my God, it was goddamn funny. And people come and dressed as like the black Santa Claus who was ripping everybody off or like uh -huh. the cholos and shit. And I'm like, oh, oh my man. God, that was so good. It was so good. I sent it to somebody like, I think I sent it to Jen and she goes, I don't know what movie this is. I'm like, God damn it. I uh, thought you'd seen that movie. I was like, fuck. This fucking guy. Never mind then. <laughs> damn it. Jen. I love that though. I mean, we watch, we watch, Friday after next every fucking Christmas. I haven't watched that in a long time. Well, then we're, we're going to have to watch that then. <laughs> I'm putting it on the list. On the list. We watch it every year. That's funny. Come on now. Yeah, it'll be funny. interesting to watch like movies that are um on our list of to do watching movies included. That's why I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll start early. So we watch new shit and uh, shit we've seen before. 
I'm down with that. Sweet. All right, Coolio. I'm going to go uh, do the rest of my day, which I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to finish my Halloween decoration. I'm going to finish my laundry and go back to sleep because this COVID shot got me tired. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Happy napping today. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, I don't know why that did Rob Schneider do that. Um, it, it is an inside joke that I used to do with my old boss and listener Jen's wife. I and thought it came from somewhere, though. It did. It did. I just for the life of me, it's taken a life of its own. And for, for some, some reason, I associate I it with Rob Schneider for some reason. That's why I asked. Well, anyway, the reason I oh, said that is, I know what it is. It's it's Christian Bale losing his shit. Oh, you're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's what it is. Yeah. Woo, wow. I pulled that one out of my butt. Good job. Oh, I was going to say Rob Schneider was revealed as the hamster on um, Mass Singer like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> it was funny. All right. I got to go. My dog's okay. bugging me. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>